Hey, everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. My name is Gavin Kelly from the Office of University Communications. And today, the focus of this episode is on our fashion merchandising program. And our guests today are Ms. Penny Humphreys and Dex Moody. Um, Penny Humphreys is the Director of Development in the College of Applied and Natural Science. And she's also uh, an instructor for the fashion merchandising program. And Dex Moody is a fashion merchandising student. And thank you both so much for being here with us today. Thank, thank you for you. having us. Yes, thank you. So fashion merchandising is a unique program here. Um, it's kind of a hidden gem, to, to borrow some words that you've used to describe it. Um, and it's housed in applied natural sciences. And to me, that's interesting because it has elements of a design program and it has elements of a business program. Um, so sort of talk a little bit about why the fashion merchandising program is unique and sort of how it functions. Well, we do get that question a lot because uh, you could go into the retail business side of it or the more creative side of it, like a designer. Um, And, you know, we... It's been in human ecology since the beginning. You know, the program is over 50 years old. And um, fashion, as you know, goes through a lot of changes. And so does the way that uh, we look at fashion. Before online uh, selling and, you know, vendors going online and all the technology that we have available for us today, we were, it was more like a family outing to go shopping. I remember as a little girl getting all dressed up and going to Shreveport with my parents and my sister. And it was a, a family event. So it was more about consumerism, even though uh, that still plays a vital role in it, but a different perspective on it. It was more of uh, the family outing. I remember my sister, my mom, and I would head off to the stores where my dad sat in the park and listened to a baseball game. And we couldn't wait to meet back up with dad and show him all the purchases and almost like have our own little mini style show of what we purchased mm-hmm. and the excitement. And and then we all went to dinner and maybe we went to a movie and then we came home. So it was more of a family event. Now uh, it's an event that you still have that relationship building uh, kind of built around fashion where you'll have girls meet up and have a day of fashion. We call it retail therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And you can do that on your own. You don't have to have friends. But, <laughs> but you, you know, my sister and I, we, we will still meet and we'll have a day of, uh, of shopping and then we go to lunch. So you still have that, but the focus now is not just built around that um, how many high school and college students actually are constantly shopping online now. You know, it's more siloed. It wasn't like that, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up. So I think uh, with human ecology, you know, we have a nutrition and dietetics program. We also have human uh, development and family studies. And it's all built around, you know, health and, you know, uh, and we can also apply sustainability into that with fashion, which is huge in the fashion industry. So there is a tie-in, but normally people do think, well, why aren't you all in the design program? Why aren't you in the business program? But uh, we've always been based there, and we just make it work. And uh, it's it's a great family. There's a lot of... uh, a lot of relationship building between the two programs were very collaborative, not only with our programs in human ecology, but, and we'll talk about that when we get to talking about the shows. Mm-hmm. Also, 
you know, we talk about the tech family, uh, and it's something that we really, really instill in our students, but we live it every day. We're very collaborative with a lot of the programs on our campus, with um, the School of Music mm-hmm. was a big part of the Vocals in Vogue show. So, you know, there is a lot of relationship building, and it really is great because tech family means more than just a saying. It's something we live. Right. Okay, so Dex, what about the program stood out to you when it came time to choose your major? Well, I didn't know Louisiana Tech had a fashion program. I just, I've always wanted to be in fashion. That I knew my job was going to be in fashion. I didn't know where, but I knew it was going to be in fashion. Where are you from? Fashion. I'm from Shreveport. Okay. Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, when I think about fashion, if I say, oh, I'm a fashion major, people normally go to, oh, you want to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. But that's not all it is. But when people think of it, they think of shopping. They think of designing clothes. But it's more so with, I fashion is not going anywhere. Right. That's what, how I think of it. Like, we have to wear clothes. We're never going to not need clothes. You need uniforms to work for all of that. And I want to make the clothes. I want to sell the clothes. I want to make sure that that's always something that we have. Mm-hmm. Someone who's thinking about what we're going to wear or how we're going to get it. All that kind of stuff. I got you. So, so what is the? Uh, it's a little bit of a ways off. You're a, almost a junior, right? Yes. So, <laughs> what is sort of the long term goal? What sort of do you want to do with this major? I would like to be a fashion buyer. Gotcha. That was what Miss Penny did. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. When I explain being a buyer, I normally say, if I were to work in a store, I buy the merchandise that you sell. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot more than that. I just kind of make it simple for those who don't understand being a buyer. Miss Penny could probably understand it. I mean, explain it a little better than I can. Sure. Yeah. So done it. she sort of mentioned your background there. So talk, talk about how you came into this role with the fashion merchandising program, um, because you are a tech alum, right? Right. Um, and so you're in development with A&S, but you're also an instructor here. So kind of tell us about how that came about. Well, kind of interesting twist, but although it's very, uh, again, I can see the related path. Uh, I graduated (laughs) from the Fashion Merchandising and Retail Studies program uh, back in 79, and we had a big program at that time. Dr. Linda Civils and Dr. June Dyson were very uh, involved and very much a part of building that program. You know, when I came into that program, I knew I came to Tech on a vocal scholarship, actually. (laughs) I was going to major in music. I come from a very musical family, and I realized really quick that music was a hobby for me, and it was not something that I wanted to make into a career. So uh, I ended up in fashion, and my parents laughed and said, I I can believe this because uh, you're the our child that would stand on the street corner selling lemonade, not for candy, but for outfits. So, you know, it totally <laughs> made sense to them. And um, I had a great opportunity when I graduated. Lewis & Company was a wonderful department store. It was kind of like a, a Dillard's, which is another family-owned, only we did not have uh, chains all over the United States. We were, really had uh, just the Ruston location. But that was before the malls and before uh, the industry built to what it is today. But 
but it was a wonderful department store, and there was over 500 employees, so it was a big, big company. Uh, and I had a chance to work with them as a buyer, and I moved up and, and bought for many of their departments and became their off-price buyer. That was when off-price, just like the TJ Maxx and some of those, just really got started, right. and we felt like, hey, we need to jump on board with this. So I had a lot of opportunity, and, you know, I tell the students, you know, there's so many fields that you can go into, and there's so many different career opportunities in the fashion program, and it's okay to do something for a while and switch to something else. I also worked in wholesale. I was a fashion uh, consultant for a while. I worked in event planning for a while, but my real love was in the buying. I was a buyer for about 15 years, and um, I worked for a few other boutiques and some other department stores. But Lewis & Company really uh, is my heart because that's where I, I got my beginning. And, you know, I tell the students, as long as you find your passion. I mean, I felt like when I was a buyer, I really wasn't um, going to work. It's kind of like the little boy that dreams of being in the you know, professional baseball or football opportunity, sure, you know, yeah. want to get in the NFL and, you know, live out their dream. Um, that's kind of how I felt going to work. I loved, loved what I did. And so anyway, I, I was in the in the fashion. I'm, I don't want to get too involved in this because we've got a lot to cover, but I was in that industry for quite some time and then uh, decided I, I was traveling quite a bit. I was in New York about six to seven times a year. Uh, Dallas five or six and Los Angeles about four or five so I was gone all the time and and so I, I got a little tired of that after about you know 15 years of that and I decided that I want to make a stab at the academic world and I came to Tech in 93-94 as the director of the continuing education program and the vice president of that program happened to also be the vice president in advancement. So he saw some opportunity for me to get in development. And uh, so I kind of switched hats. And a lot of people say, gosh, you know, you're raising money for the college. And I love, I love what I do in development because I feel like I'm making an impact for the university. And, you know, uh, a lot of people will say, I can't believe that you ask people for money. My goodness, I could never do that. But it's not about asking them for money. It's more about getting them involved and to see what we do over here at Louisiana Tech. You know, when they see the opportunities we're giving our students, all of a sudden it makes sense that we've got to build and grow this university and give our students every opportunity that we can. It's not a donation, success. it's an investment, right? That's right. Absolutely well put. So so anyway, then um, the dean said, hey, you know, we, we've got one faculty in fashion. We'd like another perspective. You have so much industry experience. What do you think about teaching a class here and there? And I said, you know, that that sounds great, but I've been out of the industry for a while. I would like to get my master's, you know, in the in the program. And so I searched and seeked uh, a university that I felt like was really wonderful, and that was North Dakota State. And I was in their Greater Plain program that had, um, you know, I, I took classes from North Dakota State, of course, my base, South Dakota, uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, uh, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. And, you know, 
from that program, it was just so fabulous walking into the classroom from that program because I, I had the opportunity to work with a, a lady from South Dakota. One of the professors just came off of Broadway as a costume designer. So it gave me such a confidence of not only my past experience, but what I could bring to the students. So I laughed. They asked me to do a uh, YouTube interview, a recruitment interview for them. And I I had to talk to Dr. Geis because I said, wait a minute, I don't know if I can promote another university (laughs) besides Louisiana Tech. And he gave me the thumbs up. No, we want you to do that. But I did mention Louisiana Tech (laughs) University in that YouTube video. So so anyway, I've I've really been blessed with the students like Dex. Um, Thank you. You know, what (laughs) what I feel like... uh, a lot of students come to the university and they have a perception of what they think it will be like. And they kind of have that development stage almost in a box where they see it only a certain way. And it's my job to get them out of the box and let them find more creativity and make help them build confidence in themselves and what they can achieve. Right, because you there's... The program you learn a lot of different areas you're in. So, Absolutely. So Dex, as a as a student, I know there's no quote unquote typical student in the program, but what sort of areas have you, as part of your curriculum, sort of delved into? What what sort of what are you learning from different different parts? Oh, I've learned about all everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've done illustration to like we've done buying. We've looked at marketing we've had people come and bring their own clothes in and tell us about how they've sold them and go around we talk about all that and I wanted to talk about how she said that she's done this and like she was a buyer and she's worked in multiple different things I wanted to talk about how I don't want to just be a buyer Mm -hmm. I want to keep my options open because there are so many different opportunities and I don't want to think that once I get into this career I have to stay in this career because I'm aware that I can have different careers in my lifetime and I can choose whichever one I want to But they're all stemming from this degree, right? You know, you're you're exactly. this degree setting you up to have different I remember paths. being a child and having competitions with my sister drawing who can draw the best outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's illustration. Yeah. I would do I want to make this. I showed my sister a picture and say, Hey, you think I could buy this and I can make it? She's like, Of course I do. <laughs> I could I could do design if I wanted. Right. I just I don't want to Put myself in a box and say, this is what I'm going to do forever. Right. I want to know that I have different options. And in the fashion like program, we look at every single job that we could choose. Yeah. And fashion as an industry has got to be just its own beast, right? Oh, it's, it is. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's uh, you know, of course, we're kind of uh, set up for that through this program because fashion is change. You know, it's constantly changing. And... Uh, and if you don't change with it, you're going to get left behind. And you're exposed to that even if your passion is there as a, as a little girl or a little, little guy. I mean, we have a lot of guys in our program, too, that want to be designers that are just fabulous or buyers. And, you know, as a person, you're kind of designed at that if you're interested in it because you are uh, always looking for the next trend. You're excited about what's going to happen each season. So you're used to that change and constantly changing. Um, and, you know, really, there's so much opportunity in the industry. And, you know, I had a student, uh, 
that I taught last year that just really, uh, I knew she was going to be successful because she always took the initiative. She was always so eager. She was like a sponge. And so many of my students are just like Dex. They're, they're eager and excited about learning. And that just thrills you as an instructor to have that type of student. And, uh, she ended up on the wholesale side and she's working in Dallas now and she's looking at a partnership with a company and she called me one Sunday afternoon and she said, Miss Penny, she said, you know, I, I wanted to touch base with you and let you know what I'm doing. And she said, please know I'm living my dream. And oh, it just did my heart so well, you know, and she said, you know, I didn't think I'd end up in wholesale. I was really looking to get into a buying program. And then this opportunity came up and I kept thinking, you know, open your mind up to this. This could be, this could be a dream for you. Don't, don't, Set your goal just on one area. Know that there's opportunities out there for you in other direction for you to go. And she said, and when this lady approached me, I just felt good about it. I knew it was a good fit. And she said, I am loving it. She's traveling to Paris. She's traveling all over the world now working with this company. It sounds like that uh, that advice you gave her uh, also sits sits with Dex because you kind of just echoed what she said about keep being open and knowing that there are different different paths. Yeah. Um, so going back, you know, into sort of the elements of the program, part of what comes with having a unique program is also unique events that tie into the curriculum. Um, we, you mentioned earlier vocals in Vogue, which just happened, right? Um, tell us a little bit about that event, sort of what it entails and sort of how students function as a part of it. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, when I take role in my class on the first day of class, I have a lot of students that are from other majors now that are taking my classes. And I always ask them, you know, why? Why are I'm I'm loving it that you're taking this <laughs> right. class, but can you tell me your major and why you chose this class? Because I'm curious, and uh, many of them will say because y'all do so many great events and it's more hands on, and I love that. And you know, I discovered uh, early on that you can, and I think uh, the president really promotes experiential learning, and I know he does in in the initiatives for Louisiana Tech and our future, and I really believe believe in that because you can teach uh, in a lecture situation. And I do a lot of that. Dex will tell you we do PowerPoints and we go through and we emphasize points of what we're doing. And and uh, that's another way to learn the information. But to put it, learn by doing, also for us, I think, especially uh, makes a big difference in what the takeaway is on the course and their knowledge base on ending up saying, I really did learn something in that class. So uh, with event planning, you know, we do, we talk about the, all the types of shows, but then as a team, it's very important. We talk about leadership skills and how to work as a team and how important it is for everybody to carry their weight. And we have a promotions committee. We have a design committee we have a merchandise committee we have a model committee and then we switch hats and they switch up and they so they're exposed to everything and we talk about it as a team and we come up with a theme and and we decided on and they came up with the name this class of 2022 came up with the name of Vocals in Vogue because they wanted to show how, you know, the arts tie into fashion. And uh, we did this show last year on Tech Campus, and uh, we collaborated with a, a 
a business partner downtown, which was wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful time. But we realized for the students to really feel the hands-on and the experience of the whole uh, event, they needed to be more involved. So we made it into a tech event, and we collaborated with the School of Performing Arts. Uh, we have a new choral director, Dr. Monty Garrett, that was great. I went to his class and talked about getting the contestants. I work uh, very closely with Trevor Davis, the head of the mm-hmm. jazz ensemble. Uh, so many talented students are on Louisiana Tech's campus, and we wanted to showcase them along with the students in our class to create a very uh, fun show that was very entertaining, but yet, too, gave them the experience of really planning and executing an event. So what was Vocals in Vogue like for you, Dex? How did you sort of play into all of that? I was nervous (laughs) (laughs) because it was so much to do. We had to figure out how we wanted it to look. We were in class like, okay, how do we want to design the stage? What do we want to put out there? We're like, lights. People don't think about that when they're just at the event, right? None of that mattered to the people who were watching sure, the show. Right. They're like, okay, this is a nice show. We're watching the show. I was like, what if my singer falls? What if mm-hmm. what if she's too nervous and she messes up her song? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about all of that. I was trying to make sure everything went perfectly. <laughs> and it was, it was fun in the end. I thought it was beautiful. I think everything went great. It's just... It was nerve wracking. <laughs> I bet. And but then, you know, when it's over you can kinda of look back and say, It's hard to it's hard to enjoy it in the moment because you're so worried about things going right. Exactly. But then once, once it's complete. It over, yeah. I just took a breath and I was like, That was great. <laughs> it was great. And so, you know, speaking of events, um, next up is the next runway event, which is called Walking Art, right? Okay, can you tell us about that? Yes, uh, Vocals in Vogue kind of leads up to the big event. And uh, in Vocals in Vogue, the students took the contestants and they styled them. We have about 5,000 garments in a historic collection that we have housed in the fashion program. And it dates back to the early 1800s to today. So uh, a lot of of beautiful merchandise that uh, shares the rich history of the garments and the designers and the looks before us. And so we, the students paired in team for Vocals in Vogue, and they got to design each uh, contestant, each performer, according to the era of their song or the message of their song. So we were able to showcase our collection that way, and it put a kind of different twist on Vocals in Vogue. But on Runway... Um, a couple of years ago, I started that everyone in the fashion program that takes event planning, when we do runway, uh, they have to design several garments of their own for the show. There you go, getting so, tied up into the different areas. That's right. I want them to uh, not only design, but, you know, present on stage. Uh, and communications is such a big part of of any career path. Uh, and we definitely want to be able to display, present in front of people, communicate well with our thoughts and our ideas about what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so I think presentation is is really important. I even have, I was very surprised this year, I have a couple incoming freshmen that said, oh, I heard about Runway, can we also be in the show? And I said, absolutely. And I had one send me her designs over the weekend. And oh my goodness, very, very, very talented. So it's 
it's really showcasing who we are as a program. Uh, one of our recruits, that's something else that we haven't really mentioned, but we bring our recruits into the shows. Uh, how better to learn about the fashion program at right, Louisiana yeah. Tech University than to First of all, come with a parent and be at a show. And then all the ones that came to the Vocals in Vogue show, which we had a table of eight, will also model in the runway show. There'll be some of our models. Uh, I have one student from Ruston High. Her name is Taryn Davidson. And uh, she was a junior last year, and she showed a vintage collection that she designed in the show. And she's definitely going to be as a senior in the show this year. And yes, we do have her already committed to the fashion program at Louisiana Tech. So again, this is a bigger show. Uh, at the Vocals in Vogue show, we had about 115 people in attendance, which is a nice show, especially for the Rop Center Courtyard, an outdoor venue. It was kind of almost set up like a Paris Capet cafe we had over a thousand lights in the crepe myrtles that framed the stage and uh, it was really a, a beautiful show but runway we usually have around 325 340 last year we had to turn some people away because of the fire marshal. I, was there, I was there last year <laughs> the, it was post packed in the deck it, it was, sure was it was packed well this year we're moving uh the after party, uh, which is usually set up in the back of the room, to the DAC patio. So <laughs> we're using the full, full, uh, DAC third floor Davidson Athletic Center, that area as the show. And, uh, the students just had some really creative ideas on how they want to set it up. So we're, we're excited. Still, still discussing it. <laughs> so, Dex, this is, you know, like Penny said, you're kind of playing part of the event planning. Yes. But you also have to participate in the runway aspect of it, right? You have to contribute to the, the fashion to show. Have designs. Mm -hmm. We have to find the models. Right now, I'm on the model finding committee. Okay. So I spend my time sitting on campus, looking around, calling people over, sure. yeah, <laughs> saying, You want to walk in my runway show? Sure. <laughs> it's um, been pretty great. What's it like trying to balance those duties for an event coming up like this? It's. I'm getting better at it. I like to think. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's nerve-wracking. But when you're in it, it's easy to kind of, okay, this has to be done, and it has to be done this way. So I'm going to send this person to do it, or I'm going to watch them, or I'm going to do it. There's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. I kind of i am making sure the models are found, but I'm also making sure the venue's right. Mm -hmm. I'm putting in my information and all my input, all that. And what I feel like we should do for designs, what I feel like we should do for the music, but I'm doing my part just right. to make sure everything goes smoothly. Right. I'm helping, but I'm also standing back and doing my own part. Right. You know, just being an that's, overseer. That's <laughs> where you go back to building that team, strong teamwork. You know, and because when they get into industry, even as a buyer, you know, you can buy all day long, but if you don't have the right people selling and educating them on what you saw at market and what you're buying, you know, uh, the clothes can sit there, you know, and then you've got to work with your promotion team to get people in your store and how do you promote it and how do you get the word out. So, you know, everything that you do uh, in this industry is very collaborative. And so we try to, with this class and with our other classes too, teamwork, building those relationships, knowing that everyone has a voice. It's not one or two coming up with ideas. It's the class voting on it. And when we have extra things that we need to do, uh, 
we did in Vocals in Vogue. Everyone had, we had 11 contestants and everybody, uh, all teams had their contestants and we had a couple left over like, okay, who's going to style them? And so we put all our names in a hat and we drew it out. It's very fair. Yeah. You know, just on getting how it done. Do it. Just getting it done. And I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure there's many instances of students stepping up. Oh, absolutely. Stepping up and you see it's so interesting when you start how they're really unsure and then the confidence on what they're doing and how they're performing, it increases. And by the time uh, they're seniors, they're ready to step out into industry. So it's really great. I I will share walking art, uh, the class. I was so impressed with their ideas about how they wanted to create a theme and uh, we know that art and fashion have a very rich relationship Uh, you know an artist has a desire to create an object or an image that's timeless well so do designers you know um, we talk about the fashion cycle and how everything repeats itself well it's the 20-year rule you know right now in fall trending is um bomber jackets well i remember in the 80s when (laughs) bomber jackets were really really great and everything's oversized well i also remember that fashion fad so you know um If you look at fashion, you know, the students a lot of times, and I I do want to emphasize this, will say, oh, on career day or on uh, our undergraduate research symposium, which is also coming up uh, very soon, if we start looking at what we're going to do and how we're going to enter that as a student, how do I compare to that person, let's say, in Dr. Jamie Newman's stem cell lab, Mm -hmm. right? How do I create and make that impact? And I'll stop and say, don't you think uh, what you're doing impacts people daily? I mean, you know, think about all through your life, special events. Oh, I have to have that special outfit. Oh, I feel confident. The retail therapy, you know, uh, I'm having a day, a bad day, and then I see something and it intrigues me and the colors and the patterns, and it makes me happy. It makes me want to purchase that or want to wear that or or, you know, just how your mood is set is so much psychology mm-hmm. in fashion. And we don't think about that. So, you know, uh, every day we affect people. So don't let that stand in your way about, you know, some of the, the movies from the past have kind of put us in this, you know, kind of shopping girl type of, or shopping <laughs> guy type of personality. But, but we don't see it that yeah, way. It's deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than that. Um, well, thank you both for being here and talking with us about fashion merchandising today. Real quick for our listeners before I let y'all go, um, give us sort of the, the date and time details on Runway. Come out to our Runway show. Walking Art is the theme. It's on November 8th, Tuesday at 630. The tickets will be $5 or you could buy a table for 8 which will be $2.50. We'll be using the money from the tables and the tickets to help us put on the show and any money left over will go towards next year's show we appreciate all the help anyone who come out to see it thank you so much 
Yeah, we, we appreciate the support. We're going to do a little different twist with the show this year. We're going to open the show up with showing uh, historic hats. The students are styling. They have a special group of models that will be um, wearing hats and accessories that they've styled, and they're going to talk about the different eras of hats just because um, we think it's important that we not only see the new trends in the future of fashion, but we don't forget uh, the great designers that came before us absolutely um and like you said fashion's all about the all about change all about change so um good luck with the event dex good luck with uh your curriculum coming up and and finishing strong and and your future (laughs) um and thank you both for being here today and talking with us about fashion merchandise thank you we appreciate the time thank you so much all right thank you see y'all next time Thank you for listening to Beyond 1894. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.